Ashley Brock reading Macy, <laughs> Macy Yates' book, Need Me Cowboy, Chapter 2. You shouldn't toy with her. It wasn't nice, but then he wasn't nice. He hadn't been, not even before his stint in prison. But the time there had taken anything soft inside of him and hardened it. Till his insides were a minefield of sharpened obscenity, blackstone cold honed into a razor. The man he'd been before might not have done anything to provoke the pretty little woman in front of him, but he could barely remember that man. That man had been an idiot. That man had married Alicia, had, had convicted himself he could have had convinced himself that he could have a happy life when he had never seen any kind of happiness come from a marriage. Not all through his childhood, so why had he thought he could have more? Could have something else. Depends on what? She asked, looking up at him. Those wide brown eyes striking him square in the chest and lower when they made contact with his. She was so very pretty. So very young, too. Her pale heart-shaped face, those soft-looking pink lips, and a riot of brown curls. It all paled to him in an instant. Visually visceral way <laughs> no real mystery he supposed he hadn't touched a woman in more than five years this one was contraband she had a use but it wouldn't be that one hell no it was our bastard no mistake but he wasn't a criminal he didn't belong with the rapists and murderers he'd been locked away with for all those years and sometimes the only thing that had kept him going in those subhuman conditions where he'd been called every name in the book subjected to threats that would make most men weep with fear in their beds was the knowledge that he didn't belong there that he wasn't one of them hell that was about the only thing that had kept him from hunting down alicia when he'd been released he wasn't a murderer he wasn't a monster he wouldn't let alicia make him one Depends on what scares you, he said. He from those full, full lips into a thin, ungenerous line, and perhaps that reaction should have turned his thoughts in a different direction. He said he, he thought about what it might take to coax those lips back to softness, to fullness, and just how much riper they might become if he was to kiss them, to take the lower one between his teeth, teeth and bite he really wasn't fit for company at least not delicate female company sadly it was delicate female company that seemed appealing he needed to go to a bar and find a woman more like him harder closer to his age someone who could stand five years of pent-up sexual energy pounded into her body the sweet little architect he had hired was not that woman if her brothers had any idea she was meeting with him they would get out pitchforks if they had any idea what he was thinking now they would get out their shotguns and he couldn't blame them spiders do you have spiders up your sleeves no spiders he said the dark well honey i can tell you for a fact that i have a little bit of that i carry around with me i guess as long as we stay in the light it should be okay he was tempted to toy with her he didn't know if she was being intentionally flirtatious but there was something so open so innocent about her expression that he yeah, doubted it. I'm going to go sketch, she said. Now that I've seen the place and you've sent over all the meaningful information, I should be able to come up with an initial draft. And then I can send it over to you. Sounds good, he said. Then what? <laughs> then we'll arrange another meeting. 
Sounds like a plan. He said, extended his hand. Shouldn't touch her, but he wanted to touch her. Pink colored her cheeks. A blush? Damn it all, the woman had blushed. Women who blushed were not for men like him. That he had a sense of that at all was a reminder. A reminder that he wasn't an animal. Was a monster. Or at least that he still had enough man in him to control himself. I'll see you then. End of chapter two.